Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Today's topic, we're going to talk about transition. I think it's important for all of us to remember that we cannot stay the same in any instance of our life. So any situation that you go through, the goal is to go through it and to move through it and thus to transition from one place in your life to another. Um, life has this way of pushing us and nudging us and basically forcing us to change and adjust to the transition that's in front of us. There will be time. You ever had that feeling when you feel uncomfortable or you feel like, oh, something isn't quite right. I don't know what it is, but we'll just see what happens. That is the, the universe or God or whomever you choose to see pushing you and nudging you and giving you usually a really clear sign that it's time to go. It's time to move. Um, it is damn near dangerous to stay stagnant when you are called to move into transition because you will start to see the things around you. You will start to the things around you change. You will start to see the people around you change. You'll notice that your energy starts to get uncomfortable in certain situations and around certain people because you're not supposed to be there anymore. Part of our I think Oprah says this part of our responsibility is to pay attention to the sign, and then move and act accordingly. So I'll give you a few instances in which um, I've seen this play for myself and for people around me. Um, personally, you'll start to feel like things are foreign. You'll start to get antsy and you'll be like, what am I doing? You have those times in your life when you're like, I think there needs to be a change, but I don't know what it is. Um, you will almost literally have no choice but to change because you will be so done and over whatever it is the situation that you're going through is. Professionally, I think we some we see transitions oftentimes professionally um, when you're challenged to level up. And I don't mean level up like what is that, the Sierra song, but I mean take it to the next step. So I guess that is level up, but you're taking it to the next step professionally. You're elevating your conversation. You're elevating the, the rooms that you're in because you'll start to be invited into those rooms and you have to stop put, uh, putting a pause on yourself from being in those spaces. You're in there for a reason. You're in there for a thoughts, your own thoughts. And I had to recognize this in myself where I was getting so frustrated with some conversations that I oftentimes I wasn't a part of, but I was the executor of the idea of that conversation. And so I started to feel like I need to be in here to influence this work. Um, I, I, then I realized I started flexing um, with situations and things and people um, because they needed to hear my voice. Um, there are people in this universe that you work with, that you live with, that you're friends with, that need to hear your voice. And sometimes they don't know that they need to hear your voice. Um, you will be in, begin to be put in a position where you are making called upon to make decisions when others around you are being indecisive. And those, the crazy thing is those, situ those situations where you are being called to make decisions, the decisions won't even be hard to you because you're supposed to be in those. That's the sign of your transitioning to the next level. Again, whatever the next level or leveling up means to you. Those around you will have no choice but to start to follow because you will automatically begin to lead. It will just feel right. Um, the stuff around you will align so that you can lead. All those people that have been standing in your way for days, weeks, months, all those folks will start to move away from your space and move away from trying to block you from being a leader. 
Uh, there have been times in my career where I have gotten um, an opportunity to advance in my career. And I realized I had to transition in my mind and in my body and in my soul because no one was going to do it for me. And if I didn't start speaking, you know, at the next level, showing up at the next level, uh, asserting and in influencing my voice at the next level, an opportunity was going to pass me by and there would be nothing I could do about it. There's that little piece of little piece. It's a big piece oftentimes of fear that's pushing us and saying, you're doing too much. That little voice that you think in your head is trying to give you pause. It's really trying to block your blessing. And our, again, our responsibility is to pay attention to that. Sometimes you lean into that voice. If it's the quote unquote good voice, sometimes you pull back from that voice because that's not the voice that you're supposed to be paying attention to. But that's the thing that's saying, Ooh, stop. Ooh, you being team too much. You're supposed to be too much. The people who can handle you and who are here for you understand who you are and what you're called to be professionally. And I don't even mean that in a biblical sense, but I think we all have, when people say I have to, you know, I found my calling, that doesn't mean like you've been called to preach or something like that, but maybe you found that, that part of the world that you just fit into and it makes sense. And you realize I should have been doing this all along, or I've been doing this and not getting paid up to, uh, to date. So those things will start to come to you when you find and pay attention to that space and that niche of, of um, people call it flow. I don't really fully know what that means, but when you're in a flow, I'm, I take it as you are moving, moving things along, you're in the right spaces, you're being invited into the right rooms, or you're inviting yourself into a room and people are not pushing the door closed on you and things just start to take hold. You start to feel comfortable. You start to think, I've been here all along, or I should have been here all along, and nobody bats an eye because you're supposed to be there. But those are those transitions that we often think like, oh, I have to earn my keep. I have to work X amount of years in this job to do this. Um, and I'm the first person to say, you know, longevity in a job or a position does not mean that you're good at it. You ever work beside someone or maybe you've been this person where you've been doing something so long and then you get recognized for the work and they're like, you should be a manager or a supervisor. Just because you've been doing something for a long time and you do that task well, does that put, does not put you in a position to automatically be good at leading people, leading teams, developing strategy. Perhaps you're just good at that thing. And we don't always know when to turn away that opportunity where you're going to get up and flub it up and you're no longer going to be walking in your purpose and walking, working through your flow because other people are like, oh, I think this is going to be good for you. Not everything that people tell you in terms of what, when it's supposed to be a transition time for you is your transition. So some people will try to advance you, not necessarily for you, but because it feeds into what they want you to be doing. They'll, they'll try to level you up when you're not ready or you're not supposed to be leveled up because that's not part of your journey. That's not a part of your purpose. But it's easy to fall in that when people give you responsibility, they give you money, they give you space and opportunity. Those things are great. And I'm not saying look those things, look away from those things. But what I am saying, you have to know if those things are actually for you to be moving towards. Let's see. Um, another thing with transition is sometimes we just jump into transition. No thought, no, you know, 
goal. We're just going to be like, I'm going to change. And we don't have any sort of strategy to go about it. And I'm not talking about like a five page or 10 page business strategy of this is what I'm going to do this, but some general idea. Um, oftentimes before you get into that, you need to disrupt a few things in your life so that you're ready to do that. So think about when you are, you, I'm not a gardener, but if you try to garden on a land that has not been watered and the soil has not been tilled, I don't actually know what that means, but if the soil is dry and you're like, oh, this is a bunch of rocks and you put some seeds down, nothing is going to grow. Because you need to disrupt that earth so that you can start to prime it and get it ready. Maybe you have to treat it a little differently. You have to give it some other attention. Maybe you get one of those things that breaks it up and you water it for a few weeks so that it's ready to receive the seed. That was good. Okay, great. But you're ready to receive that seed that you're planting into the ground because you've done something to prepare the land. So when we get in those times of transition, we oftentimes need to start to prepare ourselves for that before we can actually step into that transition. So what are you doing to prepare yourself for that next step? So personally, what are you doing? Are you meal prepping? Are you limiting the amount of TV that you watch? Are you limiting your screen time? Are you focusing and reading things that are meaningful? Are you listening to things that are meaningful? Professionally, are you, excuse me, <clears throat> ooh, excuse me, professionally, are you going to the conference? Are you volunteering in spaces where you get exposed to different people? Um, life hack, I've volunteered at a number of conferences and usually, not always, but oftentimes either there's a discount or there is um, a time where you can maybe volunteer on the day in the morning, like for a registration or something, and you get the rest of the afternoon to go to sessions for free at no cost to you. Um, and if it's not advertised that, there's nothing that stops you from asking. So that's you starting to prepare the land and the landscape around you to step into those spaces. But sometimes we just we think it's just gonna fall on us and things are just gonna grow. There's work that has to be done and that there's intentional work there. So one of the things I do professionally, I start to find like where are the spaces where I can find mentorship because that's not always gonna be in the place that I work. It's oftentimes not in the place that you work uh, or work that I have worked. So I will, I will own that for myself. But what am I doing to cultivate those relationships, knowing at some point I will transition, you know, out of my current role and into something else? Um, what are we doing to really stay focused on the work that we're doing and be, um, leave a place better than what we found it to be? <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't have my water up here. But I think those are all parts of preparing the land. So when the time for transition comes and you actually have to plant the seed, then you're ready to, you know, grow a little bit faster because you've been preparing yourself that whole time. So transition, sometimes transition can come out of nowhere. A lot of times we, we have to do the work to set ourselves up for transition. If you are not a great public speaker, for example, maybe you do these small things. Um, maybe you volunteer to sit on a panel or you speak up in a meeting because maybe it's not a formal opportunity to publicly speak, but you're speaking in front of a group of people. Maybe you say, hey, I think I'm pretty good at this. Can I host this uh, development session or this workshop for people and see who shows up? Uh, another easy hack for that one, uh, high key is to get, if you are anywhere around a college campus, offer to do a workshop for students for free. Um, 
lots of people are looking, especially um, educational institutions, while they certainly have money, um, if you're trying to get your foot in the door to become, let's say, a better public speaker or to get some material out there, reach out to a local higher education institution institution or a Greek organization to say, hey, I have this workshop I'm working on. I'd love to be able to do this for free in front of your audience, whatever that is. So find those ways that you can kind of till your own land and get it ready so that when you plant the seed, that the ground is going to be ready for you to grow and to nourish and to be fruitful, hopefully. So those are just a few of my thoughts around transition. Um, and try, I would encourage you to work really hard and to know when you need to silence the people who are trying to block that transition. I think that's so important because it can be really easy to question yourself when other people around you are trying to question you and trying to come for you really, um, pay attention to those times. And sometimes you just have to block those people out like they're not even there. And that's okay to do because, they're not a part of your transition. They're trying to block what you're doing. Maybe they think it's, it's theirs for the taking, but if it's yours, you will know it is yours. You're not going to get a big billboard sign that says, Hey girl, this is yours, but you will know it because you will start to feel it. And it will feel like I should have been doing this all along. Okay. So those are some of my notes on transition. Now I'll hop right into the Recommendations that I have. So I actually have a book and a podcast. I think I have a few podcasts, maybe none of which are terribly new. And then something that I saw on Instagram uh, the other day and I loved it. So I'm going to share it with you. So book I'm currently reading because I'm trying to get actually to my goal of reading one book a month. And I started just before the month began because there was zero reason for me to wait until the first of the month, um, like Bone Thugs and Harmony. But I am reading Eloquent Rage, and by reading, I'm listening to Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper. And when I tell you it is so good, and I am on my commute, I'm on the bus for a good 40, 45 minutes every morning and every afternoon when I get off, and I'm laughing, I'm rewinding, I'm taking notes. She keeps it so real and like captures a number of things that I just didn't know how to put the words together to capture. So I love that. One really th a thing that she really talks about that I have finally been like, that's it, is the complexity of relationship with me being a black woman and how I experience white women. And I didn't even know how to, again, how to put that into words, but she talks about the complexities of the relationship between black women and white women and the oftentimes problematic nature of it, but then this like not knowing how to deal with like when we still cape for white women, even though perhaps they individually or they have a group as a group have done us dirty. Um, it's, it's just a really complex and academic yet she cusses a lot, which I really love because it makes the book feel more re real. And she's the narrator of it, which I also love when people narrate their own books. Um, but it's real good and not too difficult to grasp. Um, but it's, uh, let me see if I can get the full title to you. It is, oop, I don't want it to start playing, uh, eloquent rage, a black feminist discovers her superpower. And yeah, I've, I've started to think about what my own superpowers are. And at some point I will actually share that on the episode when I get them down a little bit uh, more clearly, but eloquent rage, um, a black feminist feminist discovers her superpower by Brittany Cooper. 
and really good read. It is on Scribd. It is on Audible if you have Audible instead of Scribd. So uh, the podcasts that I'm feeling right now are um, Strong Black Lead. That's been a good one. They've been on a bit of a break uh, the last, I don't know, month or a few weeks or so, but it basically brings like black folks and black actors and actresses who have been in the industry for any length of time. And they talk about what it's like to be a strong black lead. And I just listened to the Loretta Devine episode, which was from earlier this year and the Jack A. Harry episode, which was also from a little bit earlier this year. Um, both really good and quality. And Tracy Clayton is the host of that show. And it's just so good uh, because it gives you a bit of a different perspective on um, strong black leads that you don't necessarily hear about all the time. And they may not always be like the, the pivotal character in there, but, but there's such a resounding character in the, in the roles that they play um, that it's been really good. Um, I also want to give a shout out to um, Renee and overcoming hurdles podcast. Um, she did an episode in earlier July. Why, why you got to be so mad. And number one, I loved it because it was less than 20 minutes. And then she backed it up with like some easy to read articles. So shout out to her. Um, we met briefly at the retreat, my taught you retreat. So shout out to her on another retreat. Shout out to Nasima. Her podcast is called uh, da, 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 nurses on fire. And she is a nurse who has an awesome story around uh, moving towards financial independence and getting out of debt. And I just love how she talks because she'll be like, y'all. And it's so real. And I want to answer back. But I remember it's a podcast. Um, so those are two that I've listened to recently. I'm still loving Brown Ambition. Um, another episode I listened to was also on uh, this guy. His name is Chase Jarvis. And he had Renee Brown on uh, an episode, and it was called Rising Strong in a Digital World. It was just really good content. There's nothing specific about it, but excellent content, content, easy to listen to. And I'm also in that particular episode because it was a live episode that was recorded in San Francisco, and I got to sit in the audience. So that was really cool. So if you listen to the end of that, you will hear my voice. So... If you've gotten this far, thanks for listening. Uh, if you're listening, you know where to find me. Please share with a friend. Rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, however you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. You can still catch me here next week. And I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.